Welcome to the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry. And this is two guys, two mics, two pints. And this is Bottled episode number 64. Um, what a wacky week, man. <laughs> yeah. It's just been results all around. League leaders losing. Uh, some some upsets. Some, I don't know, some, some things that went against our prediction. So, I mean, that always happens. But, yeah, wrong week to be a betting man. And uh, just eventful things all around, really. A um, few managers are in hot seats. And there are a couple that were in the hot seat a few weeks ago. Now we're on the redemption course. So without further ado, um, how you doing, man? Doing good. You know, like you said, uh, in, enjoying or, you know, reaping the benefits of an unpredictable week for my benefit, for the, the team I went. Because I, I had predicted, you know, different results as well. And I was surprised to see what, what did come about. But, you know, just enjoying football. It's at full speed. You know, games every three days for teams. Yeah, we're getting into the thickness of things, and I'm enjoying it, you know, both Europe and domestic. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we discussed this, I think, right after the pod or even maybe earlier this week, uh, that we kind of skipped over the Champions League. We totally forgot about it last week, and we didn't, yeah. we didn't really talk about it or make any predictions, which, to be fair, I think we would have been wrong on a few of them. Yeah, um, possibly, yeah. So... I mean, I guess we could start with with, uh, with Champions League. Right, yeah. Um, I would say the biggest game, and yeah, rightfully so, it is the biggest game. PSG versus uh, Manchester City. Yeah. Um, biggest game, but not the biggest surprise. You, you, you weren't surprised? No, no. No. Yes, I mean, ESPN. PSG at home. With the lineup they have today and an experienced manager, you'll be lucky to come out with a draw. That was if I could have predicted this game prior on the last pod, I would have said a draw. Um, I know we we just beat Chelsea and we'll talk about that later, but I I think City played a, a solid game, you know, in terms of uh, trying to score and and really they were just missing uh, the you know finish a finisher's touch, you know, a poacher's touch. And credit to PSG because in the in the little time they did possess the ball, they were very uh, progressive with it and on the counterattack most notably. And Mbappe, for me, was one of their better players in, in the ways he cre- he created the angles and um, and then you know he's so slippery, man. Uh, yeah, he's a tough he, cover. Yeah, yeah for he, and sure. he he moves off the ball so well. Like yeah, he'll be in too. one area and then he'll move to another area with the defender not having a clue, and that sets up a whole play. And Messi was pretty ghost-like for most of the game until think so yeah yeah man at most he was making a sideways pass here a sideways pass there a meaningless dribble and passing it back he just wasn't given really a chance to occupy the spaces that he normally likes to so I, I thought City did a great job of shutting down Messi but you have to keep in mind that it's a player who's on a new system on a new team and still finding his feet so there's there's a little how much bit. how much of that explains the things that he doesn't that he normally would do that can't do like you mm-hmm. know a dribble and stuff because his his dribbling was kind of wasteful at times and it's been I think as far as he's been at PSG I don't yeah I don't see I don't feel he has the same confidence in dribbling and I and my take is I think he 
he feels um, more pressure in terms that like he's playing with teammates that he hasn't quite earned the respect from. Obviously, you respect Messi from from a third person perspective when you when you're on the same team with the guy and and it's a guy who's maybe like not performing to the level you thought he was. I, I feel like he's trying to overcompensate for that at times, and um, sometimes he even second guesses being a ball hog. I feel which he can get away with at any time at Barca. He like he can literally hold on to the ball for an obnoxious amount of time, and yeah. he doesn't feel that he has that benefit at PSG because he plays with a guy like Neymar, a guy like Mbappe. I feel like he feels the pressure to let the rock go much sooner. So I think that plays a role. Oh, there's that basketball terminology. Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you could probably tell I'm more of a basketball guy. Uh, Curtis Jones, wow, what a game by him, by the way. Um, two assists, that was one of them. I but. think he's a... That counts as an, as an assist? Yeah. Really? I believe so, yeah. Like, rebounds off of a shot towards on goal usually end up in assists. I just know he had two assists this match because a lot of, like, the scouts in England have been really, like, high on him. Rightfully so. Yeah, I, I don't think he gets the same kind of... Uh, Attention that a lot of uh, other English players that are younger. Yeah, and, but you also have to. Qu- it's it's a matter of consistency with him, and we see moments of brilliance. And if, if we were to see more that more consecutively, and you can argue maybe he's not getting as much of a chance as he should. Yeah, that's one thing. But you know, I, I think he hasn't quite merited the hype that you know Mount Foden, Greenwood, and and the likes, even Bellingham, if you want to include the. The guys outside of England. So, I mean, I think he's in tough grasp of those guys. But, you know, he's not too far. Yeah, I will say that. Harvey Elliott was kind of overshadowing him for a minute, too. Um, but I yeah, think... Yeah, and then he got injured right in the beginning of the season. Exactly. So, I mean, we'll see. This is a good opportunity for, for Curtis. And we'll see. Sorry if he, like, kind of drifted off on... Because we're watching the Liverpool-Porto uh, game in the background right now. It's I didn't watch this game, but I saw the scoreline. I was like, this must have been a rocker, you know, so... Yeah, Good well, match. this goal right here is, it, it was, I don't know, keepers aren't supposed to... It was a, a cheap goal, if we're honest. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it comes off a rebound, off a save, but keepers generally know to um, to rebound it or slap it away from the mm-hmm. goal. This guy slaps it into the traffic and... Into, like, a great into spot the thick to of shot. things, and that's, that's just keeper one, goalkeeping 101, man. You don't, you don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, going back to the PSG Manchester City match, uh, how do you feel? How do you feel about Jack Grealish's performance? I thought he he was he was solid. I didn't I didn't think that he was successful and in, in in getting into the dangerous areas that he normally does. But he did everything else, you know, well. It was a good battle between him and Hakimi. Hakimi, him and and uh, Verratti at times. Uh, I also will say that. He was uh he was thoroughly ob- thoroughly abused this match by the defenders like constantly hacked fouled and the referee was was allowing a lot of it which sometimes I don't mind but you know I could tell that that really did well to stagnate his game and maybe that's a thing Pochettino told his players you know like not to target them spe- specifically but be like hey be physical with them and and I think it it got to his head and he and Grealish can be a hothead so. Um, I think that's the only area where I, f- I felt I had trouble with his performance. But other than that, he was connecting really great passes. Um, you know, he has this tendency on the left wing where he just cuts onto his right foot and you know it's coming, but he he just disguises it so well. So I have no problem with his performance. I did think, though, when Foden came on for him, there was a different dynamic that I think we needed. 
Yeah, there's uh, so uh, Pep is actually good at coaching this, but um, so someone had made a comment that that Grealish tends to hold on to the ball a little bit too long, and he slows down the game. He tends yeah, to he slow allows down everybody to get. He's back. not going to like. He's not going to rush you like like Foden does. Foden's going to get that burst of speed, and he's going to go right at you. Uh, Grealish pauses the game, waits, like does body feints on you, and that's good, and and that can get you into possessions. But it also gives the other defenders to to time to adjust. You know? Gives them time to adjust and to cover their spots where the, where the rest of the attack might go. Mm-hmm. Um, so so he needs to learn how to manage those times, uh, get a little bit of a better burst of pace because he's pretty quick he's not, he's, yeah. he's not the fastest guy obviously but he has a nice first step he, yeah. yeah he can he can get there but if if he i mean obviously that's not something that's going to go away because that's a good thing at times yeah but that also results in in him getting fouled and game and part of the game slowing it down is getting those fouls or is getting those fouls yeah, it's yeah, it's not much of a trait of what city players normally have, where they zip the ball from one player to another to another. He does hold on to it more, but it's funny that you mentioned that because like Pep always had this problem with Foden in, in the fact that he would actually like play at like a one times at a times one twenty five level, meaning like um like a tempo that's faster that he should be playing, so he would rush too much. So I think like Pep actually appreciates Grealish's uh, patience with the ball. But I do agree with you. It it does often allow players to get Mars back. Because Mars kind of does it at, at times, too. Mars does it a lot. Bernardo does it a lot, too, sometimes. Um, you know, I, I don't have much of a problem with it because I, I, love, I, love, uh, I love seeing players with tidy footwork. But I could yeah, see what it, you mean. It, it does add to individuality with players because right, awesome. now, yeah. right now, and I've been talking about this problem that I have for the longest time, is it's becoming too, too mechanical, too formulaic, where... We're press, 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 and a lot of the flair, a lot of the individual individual technique is kind of leaving. But, you know, when the other things are, like, pressing and all that shit are made to stifle that, then yeah, you know, there's kind of not much you can do there. Yeah, and there's got to be some uh, some middle ground where, you know, you can, he can still do that, but maybe, like you say, maybe choose his moments better. Um, but yeah, I didn't definitely. have much of a problem with his performance. Players that I thought could have performed better, uh, Sterling off the bat, uh, Bernardo. Well, Sterling, uh, I don't yeah. know what Pep's insistence on playing him in the middle is. That Yeah, that's the most foolish thing, especially with the kind of form that Gabriel Jesus is in. I would have preferred to see Gabriel, but um, I'm going to be honest. I think Pep is prioritizing the game this weekend. So some of the players that didn't start, I believe will start. Um, against Liverpool, and you know, I, I know it's a it's a tough result for City as a team because the standard now is to win every game, if not at the very least tie when you're away. Even even though PSG is, you know, that's a almost a shoot in semifinalist, despite their slow start in the league. Um, but I think they can afford to lose this one since they performed so well against Leipzig, and on the contrary, PSG struggled against Club Bruges who is having a great tournament, I must say. Um, so, I mean, it's interesting to see what's going to happen. But I think City kind of, uh, they, they kind of, you know, knew what they were getting into. And they, st- they still played a, a strong lineup. But I think they're, you know, knowing Pep and the way he loves the league, I think he's prioritizing Saturday. Uh, I, I don't know if I can agree with that. 
Because you can't play the same players every three days. You uh, can't. No, that that's just impossible. But yeah. if anybody has the resources or the personnel to do that, City is up there. And that's my point with him starting Sterling at the nine. I think he would prefer to start Jesus, but he needs to keep him fresh for Saturday. Which, in a game that he deems more important. And I would, too. Just because of where both teams are on the table right now. I mean... Has massive implications whether you know you like to admit it or not. Yeah, yeah, it does. But, um, yeah, it does. It's. I mean, you always want to win a, a, a title contender you, against a title contender. You always want to win those games for sure. Um, but they're both more or less statement games, especially for the team. I don't know if. I don't know if prioritizing one over the other is, is even a good idea. I, I have no problem with it because PSG technically is the best team in our group. We can afford to lose to them. Yeah, there's no shame in losing to them. It's 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 one of the best teams in the world. We outshot them. We outpossessed them. You know, we outpassed them. I, I thought I saw very bright signs. Obviously, it's always going to be a talking point, the lack of a nine. It's, it's clear as day that we need somebody who can... Just, yeah, that, that, that conversation is never going away this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. It's just like somebody who knows how to toe-poke a ball... Bernardo Silva is trying to like chip it in, like was come he on. Offside? No, oh, I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember. I had to see the play. He might have been offside if I remember correctly. So I mean, it would have been all for nothing anyway. Yeah. So you know, it goes back to Sterling, but I can't be mad at Sterling because that was he, a good header. He, I mean, it was good enough. You know. Yeah, he's not even a big guy. No. Yeah. But uh, but that just kind of you know pinpoints the exact lacking position that you have. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. And my only explanation for it is is what I'm saying, like the weekend game. That's that's me trying to justify Pep's uh, judgment on the game, because he did bring on Gabriel Jesus, but in the last ten minutes of the game, so that's very telling to me. Like, oh, you know, I'm, this guy's preserving his legs, um, and we're gonna need him right now. Gabriel Jesus is playing really good football, d- despite not showing it so much statistically. I mean, dude, you watch Gabriel Jesus play; he's as good as a winger on the wing. As good well, as he's being played as a winger, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and and but you know when when and if we need him, and with the with this the crisis we're in right now, we need him at the nine. You know, just point blank. Unless Ferran is a good shout too, though, which I would have loved to see, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing about about PSG is they got big bodies, balls, big, <laughs> yeah, more balls. Um, but you know, enough about uh, about um. You know, the misses from City. How about that Messi goal, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, and, and like I said, quiet game for the most part. One one counterattack, um, you know, and... Messi does a nice little dribble and... He just was very direct and energetic, and he pierced through that uh, City midfield and then so played what? a nice little ball to Mbappe, who has an, a nice layoff, side foot layoff to him. And the way he hit it, you know, it was like almost like a pass into the net. But with the amount of power of a shot, you know, it's just that's when you know it's a player perfectly can finish. Placed, uh, caught Ederson completely. Yeah, flat footed. It's like he wasn't you can't expecting stop it. that one. Yeah, it's it's just, like he he just he he didn't see it coming, and there was nothing he could do anyway. Yeah, uh, a tough one, a tough one uh, to concede. But that's that's what you expect from Messi. Um, and it's just one PSG. moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one moment that that he needs to show up and. He defined it like like the best, you know. 
Yeah, it's not even upsetting when it's like I, I even heard you when when you score, you're like, oh yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. I was like, I had to take my hat off, Crazy. you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then I'm I'm a messy stand, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I feel you though. Yeah, the, the, there must be some kind of inner conflict in that instance. Yeah, I mean, it, even more so. Like I know it hurts Ederson a lot too to concede to like a guy that you know is like super rival and conmebol. Sure. So, like, there's also that level to it, and there's also uh, I have to address the elephant in the room: the fact that that goal and that kind of clinicality in the final third. I mean, that's what we need, and to see him doing it against us, it does stink. Yeah, that was another thing about City is because you guys don't have that option to, you know, to for someone to take advantage of half chances or, or you know, cross in. Uh, City settled for a lot of outside shots that that have a pretty good chance of getting blocked, you know. Yeah, very high. Yeah, and, and the way that uh, that PSG were playing uh, really narrow, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough. So so yeah, they they did shoot more, but a lot of it was just kind of settling or, or just out of frustration. Yeah, no, I mean, but I, and and I have to say, too. despite me not liking the guy. Donnarumma had a great game. Um, you know, he he made he, yeah, he showed up. He made all the big saves he needed to. You know, there's a few chances De Bruyne had that, you know, some keepers are not getting to. And I mean, the guy he made himself as big as possible at any instance. Uh, the 23 year old with the poise of a 30 year old. You know, sucks that I saw him leave Milan, but man, he looks like the goods. So I have to commend him. And I'm not sure if without him, you know, they they get the same result. And I say that because. For most, most most of the game, it was one nil. City were, you know, were piling it on. And if a goal goes in and it's and the game gets equalized, it takes PSG out of their comfort zone in in the final third that they're defending. It could have been a different game. So Donnarumma for me, up there for man of the match, um, Mbappe, those two players, and Verratti, those three. If I could pick a player in each sector of the field. Yeah, and that's me just tipping my hat, you know, because I'm yeah, not a big that's, PSG that's, fan. That's giving them credit because yeah. uh, I mean, Verratti's uh, uh, he, one he of the best midfielders all. in the world, dude. Yeah, yeah, kind of underrated, you know. A little bit, yeah, a yeah, little bit, and it's. I, I know I've said this before, but it kind of sucks that. I, I know it's a harsh criticism on PSG, but it it just feels like these guys kind of waste their career there. Yeah, like Diego Silva. Well, he he was he was at Milan for a while. From a football perspective, certainly, but from like a personal and like you know just living standards perspective, sure. I, I imagine it's not a bad. It's, not it's a bad ideal. Deal. You know, you're in Paris. You see the Eiffel Tower every every morning. You creak open your curtains. Like that. That's that must be surreal on great salary, decent weather compared to England. I mean. Fuck, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, I guess it's not it's not too bad. Yeah, um, but you know, from a football perspective, but from from a from a football perspective, you don't get as much You're accolades. Lacking a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the truth. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like 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 France is kind of getting up there though because slowly, slowly. Marseille is a good level. Lyon is always going to be good. Monaco, I know they're at a down moment, but they're always they're always they have destined, a great academy. Yeah. They have one of the best, so they'll they'll bounce back at some point. Um, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, Did you say Lyon already? Lyon, Marseille, uh, Monaco. Uh, there's a third one. Well, obviously Lille. 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 Oh, Lille. Yeah. You know. Lille. Defending um, league champs. Stade Ren. Yeah. So they... they Montpellier. M- Montpellier. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they have... Uh, it's not completely terrible. We're not talking about the Moldovan league. 
I'm gonna be honest. I love. <laughs> I I kind of like France's league a lot, man. Like I follow them a lot because I love those four star teams. They have yeah, like they, they have got quite a way a few. of producing really good talent. Yeah, no, for sure. I think they're one of the biggest development leagues for the world. If I'm honest, up there if with I'm you honest. know Portugal and you know obviously Spain. But you know these guys, they you know they are growing. But Germany the, kind of does too. What what kills it is the fact that PSG is so. You know, just so heavy. So dominant. Yeah, it's just so heavy on the league. Well, they have been in the last few years, but but lately, obviously, we saw last season that they yeah they didn't they, quite they, cut they, it. They fell. Wow, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, moving on from that, uh, great game. You know, the, n- nothing nothing less than what you would expect from two two of the best teams in Europe. Yep. It was a um, good game. Yeah. So, on to saltier news. Uh, and Real Madrid loses two to one to Sheriff Tiraspol, uh, Moldovan League champions, founded yeah. in 1997. Yeah, first appearance in the Champions League. And uh, man, um, I'm gonna chalk it up to one of those games. Yeah, and uh, you can. You have 30 shots, 11 on target, um, a lion's share of the possession, um, and and the and the sheriff keeper just fucking having the game of his life. Apparently today that game was the first time he had conceded in about like nine matches or something. Yeah, Some, something ridiculous. So you know, kind of kind of goes to show the quality in in Moldova, but. At the same time, they they probably have something something good in between the the in between the posts. Yeah, to- totally. I mean, uh, and with even though it was a small amount of chances, the chances they did have, they defined them. I mean, you know, they finished them with you know just a crazy amount of uh, accuracy that I wasn't expecting. But that's that's football. Sometimes you strike twice and it just happens to go in. But the quality of goals was very impressive, so they might have something even going in the final third. Much has much has been made of how this team has been constructed financially, and that they have a stronghold in their in their you know domestic league in in Moldova. But, yeah, something about yeah. like KGB money. <laughs> yeah, and but um, the, the the talent is is undeniable. I have to say because yeah, football wise, yeah. I was shocked when they beat Shakhtar last week. I was like, no way. Um, or the week before, but I was like, you know, I thought Shakhtar would, would blow these guys, you know, like away. Like 2-3-0. <laughs> two, two, no. But not, then I learned, I was like, okay. But then now I learned it's not a one-off thing. This team is actually here and they're serious. Like, are they going to be, are they going to go into the knockout stages? I don't know. I don't think so. But they're yeah, having a strong moment right I, now. I don't know. They they play against Inter, and uh, who's to say that Shakhtar and Real Madrid aren't going to give them a beating on the on the next game around? Yeah. Now, if they beat Inter, then they're in a very good position to move on. Yeah, um, that's a big if, though. Yeah, that's that's a huge if. They could be, you know, the Champions League Leicester. That would be crazy Highly to see. It. They don't even have a shirt sponsor. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They they look like a. It looks like an AYSO jersey. Put it to you that way. <laughs> hey, man, I would. I would have loved that in AYSO. Had yeah. those plain ass red and black stripes. Non brand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Real Madrid. It's frustrating for sure. But there was a lot of saves where, where it's like, okay, this dude is just 
Like, he just on one of those today. games where nothing's going to get past this fucking guy. He even saved it with his face for, for one of the saves against a Modric. Yeah. Like, dude, no, that... That just that that's never happens. Like that. That's just that's just so lucky. You yeah. Know? And you know, I know in sports people don't like to say that, but uh, that's what it is, man. Ninety nine, nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand, that is not happening. Yeah, and the, the trolls are coming out of the woodwork. You know, like you know, rival fans and like oh, oh dude, they're, yeah. they're getting the jokes off. But honestly, I I genuinely think a lot of teams would struggle with this team. They just they have a. What they have is a sense of unity, and they play as a unit. But here's the thing, though. Real Madrid didn't even struggle. No, they didn't struggle, but uh, my, my point being defensively, they've surprised me a lot, too, because they, very, they play very compact. And they had the fortune of getting the lead early, and that plays a big role in tournaments and games like these. But, you know, I was impressed by that, and I think most teams would have trouble, if I'm honest, just because it almost feels like you're playing a national team, you know? Like, these guys are, are like, the camaraderie they have... It's something you can't buy sometimes with these teams that are from, you know, you're you're getting like an all-star team of, of players. You know, these guys are all like, they're hungry and they they, they have every chip on their shoulder, you know, so, hey. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the World Cup is, I mean, the, the Champions League is is their time to shine. <laughs> Crazy. And I wouldn't be surprised if a few of their players got taken to bigger clubs in, in more, more sure. established leagues. Yeah. Um, um, I believe the, but, the 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 oh, sorry to cut you off the guy who scored the second goal Thill who's you Sebastian know blasted Thiel. Mm-hmm. he's uh from Luxembourg and he's one of like the first players from that country in a really long time to score a goal in the tournament. I so think they said ever. I I might have been ever yeah yeah because yeah. before there used to be a the other tournament that had a different name uh, like the European Cup or some shit like that. Now it's the Champions League, but yeah, it, it probably you're probably right. First in the Champions League. I mean Luxembourg's not known for football. I mean. It's insane. It's just yeah, one of the craziest things we've ever seen. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, a huge upset of the highest order, and they had a graph of the biggest upsets in Champions League history. Madrid is like five out of ten. And I remember the games clearly too. Like, damn, like, but and that's why I don't look too hard into it. As if I was a Madrid fan, you know what you did. You know what you could have got. You didn't win. You move on. It's like when you lose to Alaves, right? You just move on, but you know, I th- the the problem is that you you need a statement game when you do replay them because you gotta yeah, eliminate like, all doubt. You it's know? like <laughs> you you ever got in a fight with your little brother? You you that you were play fighting a little too hard and they hit you kind of hard. And you're like, okay, yeah. that, like yeah. mentally you said, oh fuck, that kind of hurt, but you yeah. didn't show it. Yeah, and then you just kind of went up to him and beat the fuck out of yeah, him, and yeah. you walk away and you're like, fuck, my mom's gonna get me. Yeah, that's yeah. but yeah, that the, has to be Madrid next game. They just have to beat the des, shit. Like they say in Spanish, that tenías que desquitar. You know, yeah, exactly, like, just have to get exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 but no, I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. Real Madrid's got to. Just gotta work them next time. Yeah, I won't be satisfied with anything less than four or five now. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be happy. I'll have a beer on my lunch when that happens, and yeah, uh, go and, just all some beer. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, it reminds me of like you know when because we were playing. I played basketball last night, pick a ball, and we we won our first game. Then we lost to the team again. And we're like, nah, run it back. You know, like, you need to run it. Like, run it back. Like, now we're going to really, like, kill you guys. And yeah, exactly. that's exactly what we did. You exactly. Know? And that's, we'll see. You know, I, I strongly believe it'll happen. But what'll really tell me what this team is made of is if they can beat or even tie with Inter Milan. I'll be like, okay, this team's for real, you know. 
And I, when I say for real, meaning they can get out of the group and, and that's it. You know, I don't think they'll go beyond that. But Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, at that point, the teams will have a better scouting report. And they'll, yeah. They'll Shakhtar is on a down year. Inter's on a down year. This is their best chance, you know? Yeah, exactly. Madrid is the only Madrid's team. Madrid's on, on, I don't know. Technically. I, I, mean, I guess. But, but in the league, but, they, but they're, they're, they're been, pretty they've sharp. They've been playing good. Yeah, they've been playing good. Uh, they've been scoring a lot. And let's be honest, man. That that box, that final third was... Stuffed. There was eight players at a time in there. You know, eight black shirts. Um, and obviously, that's not an excuse because Madrid got 30 shots off. Yeah. Um... But yeah, uh, moving on from that, another notable result uh, off the top of my dome. Two uh, one, uh, uh, Atletico Madrid beat AC Milan. AC Milan one. is playing good, but they're not winning their matches. They're actually they gave Liverpool a really good fight, and they give they give Madrid Atletico Madrid notable one zero two one merchants. And well, uh, Suarez got a penalty at the very end. Very end, so and it's not even like yeah. Milan were un- unfortunate to lose Cassier in the twenty something minute too. So it was just a unlucky night for AC Milan and Atletico Madrid. You know, just trotting on and continuing, or actually restarting that winning form because they did a uh, a little poor this weekend. But yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, what happens with this leg or with this uh, group, I should say. Uh, next match, Dortmund beats Sporting 1-0, Daniel Malen. Um, and in the game we're watching now, Liverpool end up winning 5-1 against Porto. And Red Bull Leipzig, this was a bit surprising, loses to Bruges. So Bruges is another team similar to Sheriff. No, I mean, they have much more history, but in terms of... I would put them like on the same level as Shakhtar. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, it's a case of like, well, okay, this team tied PSG and they beat Leipzig. So I'm I'm a bit worried as a City fan going into this game too because they have everything to play for. This this game means more to them than anything, you know, um, and even their domestic league, which is something City can't say or clubs that play in the Premiership or even Spain can say. Well, some could argue, but this this is this game is going to mean every everything for them when they play City. So I'm I'm a bit concerned for that. I will say. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at a sheriff's circumstance with City. Because, like, one, and, and this is the key once uh, any team really would. You concede first, you're going to be playing an uphill battle for the most of the game. That's just football, you know? Well, against those kind of teams, yeah. Especially, especially, yeah. So, But, um, yeah, and then uh, today uh, we had Atalanta beat Young Boys 1-0. Bayern just give... Dinamo Kiev, a proper bollocking. Uh, Lewandowski with the brace. Serge Gnabry, Leroy Sané, and Chupo Moting win. What a goal by uh, Gnabry, by the way. Yeah. It was ganasty. <laughs> um, and uh, Sané, Sané had a really nice goal. Yeah. Uh, but he actually came out and said he didn't mean to score yeah, that. Yeah, he said he, it was supposed to be a cross. And, uh, you know, the, that's kind of refreshing. Yeah. I appreciate that. Pe- Pep instilled that in him. <laughs> uh, I have to create a Pep. Pep in his one season with him? Yeah, nah, uh Zenith hmm. Zenith ends up beating uh Malmo 4 0. That that was a bit of a surprising result. But then again, uh Malmo got a red card early, so and in a more surprising result, maybe not so some surprising these days, but uh, Benfica beating Barcelona. I, don't know. I, I think that's that was gonna be my next thing that we yeah. we can dive into a bit. Um I was watching. I was watching a little bit of the game, and 
And uh, Benfica, Benfica's actually really good. They're a good team, yeah. They're undefeated uh, after seven games. They have seven wins. So top of their league. And uh, obviously the Portuguese quality isn't as high as what La Liga should be. Or a team like Barcelona used to be or has been. But 3-0, man. Yeah, that's a decisive result. In a way game. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's but still, I don't, I don't it's, know it's still a statement, you know. I mean, yeah. when you're playing in front of your home fans, you're going to have an advantage, especially for a club of this stature. Well, when you have to travel, you have an advantage, for sure. Especially yeah. a distance like that. Yeah, and uh, the atmosphere, too, you know. I just feel like Portuguese fans are underrated with their support. This is, they're almost on par with, like, Germany and, you know, these countries that have just crazy, crazy support. Yeah. Man, that's just poor goalkeeping. Uh, like, why would you Why would you go out and not do anything? Like, he didn't commit at all. Sheesh. How about uh, James Milner, huh? What a, uh, what still, a still going strong, huh? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So the away thing, uh, let's chalk that up to 10% of Barcelona's performance. Right. It's and not it, nothing, but it's... A small, a small portion, but, yeah. I mean, it's no secret, you know, I mean... And in in this case, they conceded early and they conceded first, and that was the end of that. From there, you know, like Benfica. But Benfica didn't settle back though. They did a little bit uh, from from you know from what I was he- uh, hearing and seeing from the statistics. But that's what you do. That's what you do when 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 you go up. You know, especially when you're technically technically by club standards an underdog. Although I don't believe that these days. Barcelona is who they are now, but. You know, they score first, they sit back a little bit, and they just, they have the, you know, the players with Darwin Nunez, who, you know, what a player, uh, and, and his uh, counter-attacking ability, and yeah, PC, that, and, that's you know, a, you know, it's you know, a hotbed for a lot of, of South the, Americans now, by the way. That's one of the guys that uh, Uruguay kind of just comes up with out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if he's going to solve their problems, but he's got that kind of... Um, he's going to go to a bigger club. He's got too. that kind of Cavani sort of... If we're going to compare him by country standards, yeah, he's got that kind of Cavani sort of work rate and, and different play style though. They're, like he's just he's more. Uh, I think he's just quicker, you know, a little bit more agile than Cavani. Well, well yeah, because Cavani is more of a target man. I feel, mm-hmm. but yeah, so this very guy's similar more, traits. This guy builds more into his plays. Yeah, and, yeah, and he, obviously Cavani's he a hit, physical specimen. He hit Eric Garcia with some nasty stepovers and like. Just rinsed them, you know. Yeah, and yeah, and Eric Garcia, man, hey, I, grab I, the ankles, brother. Yeah, and <laughs> he grabbed them. Yeah, sort of like Levante did for Barca this weekend, um, <laughs> you know. And I guarantee when when Levante play Madrid, they're gonna go, you know, battle with spades and you know swords and shields, and they're gonna. They're, you know, they're it's gonna, funny. There's uh, those clubs in in La Liga yeah. that that fight Barcelona to the death yeah. and give the cheeks to Real Madrid. Yeah. And and vice versa. Yeah, it is strange, right? They're, they're just, I don't it, know. It's that's like the weekend the coach is like, all right, lads, I'm going to give the first team a break. <laughs> in the, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Barcelona's, even though they had a good result in the weekend in the league, it just kind of continues the... The downward spiral. But yeah, it just con- continues more of the same bullshit that that's been going on for them uh, this this season. Um, losses that normally they wouldn't get, disappointing performances, play style that's not suited for them. 
And I mean, I, I don't want to say I feel vindicated, but I'm kind of called that Memphis was just writing a good form for a couple of games. But he, he hasn't scored in a bit. But he's he's been like there though. I think I, I think he's he been close. Weekend, so. Yeah, but I mean, he's not scoring them. But I think he's like their best attacking option by far right now. But you know the, the yeah. Well, I mean, if you compare him to Luke De Jong, yeah. Someone on Reddit said or a Brathwaite. cardboard cutout of Luke De Jong would do better than Luke De Jong. Sheesh. That's tough. Ah man, and that's just for sure. For <laughs> sure, a Madrid fan. Got to be no. Right. It was a Barcelona guy. Oh yeah. Fuck's sake. And then that's just a contrarian. But, um, you know. It's tough on Luke Dion because he was quality with Sevilla for the time that he was there. I can't believe he's him. obviously a. He's, I don't know about world class, but he's serviceable. No, he's good. He's good. He's a good player. He's not great, but he's good. Look at your 12 goals a season. What else do you want? Yeah. The boy's Luke. And he's the best of Jong on the team, if I'm honest. Ah, oh, now nah, I'm clowning now. Uh, nah, but I was gonna say I I, I Ooh, never I'd never I'd never thought I'd I'd say this, but I can't wait for Aguero to be back. I I want to see if 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 he because it looks like they're aching for somebody like him that can just fucking kill a ball in the box. Yeah, because Memphis is more of a playmaker. Playmaker, he good winger, like, you know. Yeah, he looks like he wants to. Work He's like in a space. Neymar. Yeah, he he looks like he he wants to have just room. And uh, doesn't quite have the same uh, finishing ability that that Aguero does. That that sort of uh, that sort of uh, that nose for goal, huh? That sort of uh, saber tooth. That's that's what we call uh, colmillo. Yeah, just that that mania. Um, so yeah, I, I would love to see. What I'm kind of just does. yeah. I'm I'm like curious because I'm a fan of Kun too. I just I, I like the he's guys. a character. Yeah, he's a character, man. But. We'll see, man. We'll see if that could be a, a savior that, that Coleman could write out for the season. Because Luke DeJong came out to... I mean, not Luke DeJong. Frankie DeJong came out today after the game out on the presser saying that firing the manager would be a bad decision. You know, and I and I saw that, but... He's writing for his guy, probably. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, Barcelona's turning into a mini uh, Dutch team, by Dutch the way. Dutch team, yeah. They're going to supposedly take Ake on professional next season. Pl- really? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to say? What though? player isn't going to... What professional isn't really going to support their manager, whether they really believe him or not? I mean... Especially, like, in a press conference situation. How it's many, tough. How many players are going to be like, yeah, well, I, I don't know why he's still here. He's probably Coleman's favorite one, but also it's a Barca legend. So, I mean, you're not going to shit on the guy, but you're not also – maybe behind closed doors, like, the, the the players are bought out already. You know, they're they're not bought into the system. They're Look at this fucking guy. What a guy, in it? Fucking throws himself before even meeting him. Salah does it all the time, though. I know, but I know, brother. I see it every weekend. <laughs> I know. And you know he's going to draw a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> that boy's special. <laughs> Tell you what. He's sweet. He's sweet a little bit, but <laughs> hey, you know, it's all good. No, nah, but um, we'll see, man. I mean, uh, what what other matches did we have today? Um, Anything notable? Not that I remember. I know young boys played against. Because uh, we don't care about the young folks. Nah. Um, yeah, no. Um, there's another. Oh, well, I, you know, I guess it's worth mentioning United's game against uh, Villarreal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sir. 
Uh, Back on the menu. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, it's always going to turn into a, a war of fanboys, man. Twitter, Twitter is special in that way. That yeah, yeah. Oh, look, oh, I thought Messi was done. Oh, yeah. Like, like no one's, no one's. He's he had a rough start. They, they, no one, no one's saying he's trash. Uh, uh, and then you know Ronaldo plays like shit the whole game, and then comes up when he has to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Real Madrid. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Manchester United. Uh, you know, get their uh, get their somewhat revenge over Villarreal uh, from the Europa League final and uh, win uh, two to one at the very last minute. Yeah, via Cristiano Ronaldo after being outplayed. Yeah, no, I was going to say De Gea did a great job of keeping the team in the, the game because yeah. uh, he was he was having a shift. Yeah, no, De Gea, by the way, has been, he's been solid ever since. De, Dean Hendo came. Yeah, the dude really wants to keep his spot, and uh, that's only beneficial for uh, Manchester United, really. Oh. Do you think he's uh, able to fight for the top spot? In the Spanish national team, De Gea. Yeah, um, he's had a pretty good start to the season. Uh, no, he's actually playing pretty well, and he has experience with the team already. He would be a good shout. I have to be honest; I'm not too uh, well, well, like I, I'll say I don't have too much in, intel on the Spanish keepers at the moment. Well, I, I really don't. I mean, obviously, there's Arisa Balaga. There's Arita Labaga. Uh, there's uh, Unai Simon. Uh, De Gea. Um so so they're pretty spoiled for choices at yeah. the moment. That's my point. There's 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 guys in the in the Spanish league as well, like for random teams that are balling as well. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just those are the main three, I think. Yeah, I mean right now. There's there's a dude from Bilbao too, no? I'm forgetting his name. Yeah, that's a um I'm pretty sure that's yeah, Unai Simon, yeah. Oh Unai Simon, yeah, yeah. There's there's just so many, you know. There's uh, Raya who plays in in England. Uh, but you know we'll have to we'll have to see. I think De Gea has a good shout, but he's not a reliable option going forward. You know, for I mean, you might have him for one, two more years, but if you really want to establish a keeper for the next tournaments, specifically the World Cup, I mean, you can get away with playing De Gea still. But that's kind of like when Netherlands was playing Van der Sar, and like you know, it's like shit, man. Or Stecklenburg, it's like yo, this this catch should have been done five years ago. Oh, it's crazy because De Gea's still young. Is he? Yeah, he's still. I I want to say late twenties. I I don't oh, even. Oh, I I, I thought thirty I at the most. I I would I would guess he's thirty two, but I may be wrong. Uh, David de Gea, thirty. About thirty. Uh, we're like in the in the middle. Yeah, so he's still got a pretty good. Right, right. Pretty good uh, career left. Uh, pretty good chunk of career left. But yeah, I, I would say that Spain is spoiled for choices, and uh, he's had a pretty good redemption after uh, all the bullshit that happened in the last. Mm, well, he ended off last season pretty well too, or he had a pretty good season last year. Yeah. Um, but before that, uh, the season before, people were shitting on him pretty hard. So he's <laughs> had a pretty good uh, rebound. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Manchester United save save uh two points and and get the win. Um. Not re- not really much else to say about that. Uh, Jesse Lingard had a pretty good layoff for the Ronaldo goal. A lot of players would have tried to take that. Um. And uh, Cavani, awesome work rate to to even lead up to that. 
Yeah. Uh, Some questionable keeping, I will say, to come out that far uh, on the Ronaldo shot. Like, the keeper was outside of his you know, little mini box. Oh, he was, well, he was trying to rush him out. Yeah, uh, but that's that's an ele- elementary error, though. I mean, you, you stay in your zone at that point. You think so? Because he I was mean, to cut committed. off the angle, to cut off the angle. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was just caught in two minds, probably. But I I think like that kind of shot from Ronaldo can be saved by most keepers. But it was the it was down to the positioning that was bad. Because if you're if you're that close to Ronaldo, of course he's gonna power it past you. Well, the reaction time. Was, there know? was a cross, and Ronaldo lays it off for uh, Lingard. And in that moment, the keeper tried to come out, and I think he was already fully committed, so he had no choice. No, no, no. I mean, but that's my point: is the keeper, I think, should have stayed in his box, you know, instead of chasing that play. But he he got outclassed, you know. Um, I, I'd have to watch it again. Yeah, but I mean, you might. Be it right. wasn't a clear cut goal, like it, like that's how it was well, meant he, to happen. He, he got a hand on it, and it just that's what. Yeah, that's what. I'm saying. Uh, so it wasn't like a wonder strike from Ronaldo by any means. No, I mean it's opportunistic. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he is, you know. I mean he's talented, but that's he relies he does rely on that poacher uh, nose for goal, so. Um, so I think that wraps it up for, for Champions League, unless I'm missing something or forgetting no, any I other think uh, underlying plot lines. That's all the most notable games. Um, uh, there, there is one little interesting <laughs> bit of, uh, news coming out of England is that they're thinking of, uh, allowing drinking in the stadium. In England, there's, they don't allow drinking inside the stadium during the game right uh and i think that's kind of a good idea personally as a fan going to a game i love to have a beer as i'm watching the game right uh but you know maybe these guys uh, take it a little too far yeah historically they have you know it's just been you know just uh tomfoolery going down you know hooliganism um stabbings fights brawls and just general Asshole, assholery. Yeah, yeah. Players burst, uh, you know, uh, trespassing onto the field. So I mean, I could see why it it hasn't been allowed, but I think it's time to allow the the, the public to decide how they want to behave and the people that don't behave accordingly, you know, stadium ban. And if you can't act right on alcohol, stadium ban. You know, watch it at the pub. Sure. Um, but you know that's what it's gonna come down to. So yeah, legalize it. It, the you know listen the club's gonna make more money they're gonna sell stupid amounts of drinks and then the the fans are gonna be a little happier because uh they don't know that what that feeling is like i've been to galaxy games with a pint in my hand i've been to dodgers and lakers and and you know a pint in my hand it's, it's nothing better than that watching nothing sports better, man watching watching the game with the beer in your hand yeah and these guys poor guys have you to know go much up. it sucks when you have to chug a beer before a game <laughs> Yeah. You get all bloated and shit. You ah, know? dude, that was me at the El Salvador game. But <laughs> I did that just to not pay so much for the tall cans in there, you know? Yeah. I, I downed a lot of beer, but. At some point, it comes worth it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> if you're drunk, you're drunk, man. Yeah, yeah. Because you go, you go out outside of the stadium ground, you get a beer. And uh, I guess we have to acknowledge that the stadium atmosphere in, in Europe or England, I guess, to be more specific. Is a lot different than the American that we're used to. Oh, Here it's just totally constant different. noise and pumped up music and shit like that. Over there, it's just the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than announcing whoever's coming in as substitutes, there's no uh, defense or anything like that. Defense. They, they hate that kind of shit. So the, the atmosphere is different and lends itself to, I guess, more moderation. 
Yeah. Like, fucking shit, man. Let these people drink. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> might as well. I mean, because I know when I go, I want to have a fucking drink. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Instead of having to chug it up at the at the uh, queue upstairs, you know, and then have to walk back all fucking bloated. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on from that, I thought that was kind of worth mentioning. Um, you want to talk about a, a U.S. Uh, national team? Ah, man, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't too surprised by the team selections, but, um, you know, I'm glad to see Gianluca Busio more than anything. Um, if there's a player I would have liked to bring instead of another, I would have brought on Conrad De La Fuente instead of Paul Ariolo. Paul Ariolo, who's a good player, is having a good moment with DC United, but I'm not going to compare DC United to Marseille. Um, Conrad De La Fuente has been one of the, the better players in the attacking third for Marseille. That's the only reason why I'm so high on him right now. And uh, Sampaoli's style is, is very similar to what Bielsa has run. He's a, a Bielsa disciple like many coaches in the game these days. And I thought Conrad De La Fuente would have been a peak addition, you know. Uh, Christian Pulisic, I believe, is out with injury still. So, from Injury from the last international yeah, break. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and that sounds like a big deal. But then, like, the international break was, like, two weeks ago. Two and a half, maybe. Um, it hasn't wasn't been too it, like, long. a month ago? No, I mean there was there were still games in September for for World Cup qualifying. Oh yeah, it's been okay. So, so it's been three like weeks or so. Two or three weeks, yeah. So it's like it's and not, then the national break is next week. So yeah, it would have been about a month. Well, yeah, I mean it's yeah. been, but like he's injured as of today. I don't know if he's going to be available for World Cup qualifying. That's he's not. that's a question. So I mean, yeah. you know, but he'll probably play for Chelsea. Like yeah, the he'll play for Chelsea week. probably. But you know, so. The good thing is that the U.S. is so deep that they don't need to rely on Christian Pulisic. You know, they have Giovanni Reina. They have Weston McKinney, who's going to be back in the well, camp. Well, Reina didn't get called up either. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. And it's not because of he's not good enough. It's just, I think... Injured. The, oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I, you know more than me because I haven't really been keep, keeping up with them lately. Um, but, you know, I, I still have no problem with the team they're bringing on. I think they could bring a C team, and I, I feel oh, comfortable. Oh, man. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I feel comfortable in in, in in the World Cup qualifying with the C team even, so. Damn, that's cocky as fuck. I mean, well, I mean, let's be honest, man. We took uh, an, an MLS-heavy team to the Gold Cup final and and got to a final. I wouldn't even say what happened in the final. We just got to a final. So it, it is. it does speak to the level of, of the U.S. in CONCACAF, you know. Um, Who are they playing? Who, um, you know... Christian Roldan. Uh, oh no, I meant I meant um, uh, what other teams are they playing? Oh Do man, you know? I I don't have them off the top of my head. I I wanna I wanna say it's gonna be uh, you know like Panama, Costa Rica, Jamaica. I wanna say I haven't looked at the schedule, man. I, I've been so removed from international football for these few weeks. Yeah, because we just had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just totally forgot. Fucking, yeah, it sucks. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think U.S. have something to look forward to, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they ended the the, the you know the the window on a strong note, but they're gonna want to build on it. You know, they don't want to get complacent. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, as as of now, they're qualifying, but that could all change with a few results. So it's important for them to show up. And uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's not the strongest version of the U.S., but it's a pretty strong version. You it's know? close to it. Yeah, it's not too far. I mean, they're only missing the two best players they have, but okay. <laughs> uh, well, another kind of controversial. I don't know. I don't want to say con- controversial, but notable is uh, a Josh Sargent. 
Oh, he was brought on? He's not. Oh, he's not. He was okay. left off, yeah. I feel like a lot of the European players are going to be left alone, you know? Um, and that's sometimes due to club demands. I don't know if that's the case in this instance, but... I don't think so. You know, I a lot of times uh, I teams... I would say, like, compare, like it, you would have to mention a striker that has earned it, and there's nobody really for the U.S., so I'd say he's playing for the best team. Pepe's and, on everyone's lips. Well, Pepe, is, is, that's, that's an MLS player at the end of the day. He's 18 years old, inexperienced. You'd still have to bring somebody else, right? It's got to be Sargent, but they, I think they, they decided on DK, who I have no problem with. Um, is uh, Hoppe? Hoppe is in. Yeah, Hoppe's going. Um but you know, there's there's no there's not a clear cut option at the nine for the U.S. That's really the position they're missing, and Pepe might be the guy. I'm not gonna judge a guy off of one month of play though. I need to see him more often. But I'm glad he got called up again, and it, it's so easy to call him up. He's still stateside. When you're in Europe, clubs will literally say you're injured so you don't go to to a ter- uh, international camp. You know, the city does it even you know quite often uh, for the Copa well, America. Yeah, games. I mean, Weston McKinney's playing. No, Weston McKinney's playing because he's he's in in the doghouse really for clubs. So I don't think they're tri- they're really tripping on him. Um, great win today that we kind of glanced over. Juventus, oh, we didn't talk about that. Juventus, yeah, beat Chelsea, so that was pretty nice. That's pretty notable. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Back to back defeats for the Blues, and it's good. You know, it's, maybe it's a, a little bit of a humbling experience for them. Oh, those motherfuckers are so loud. Uh, but yeah, you were you were right about Jamaica, Pan- Panama, and Costa Rica. Well, I just did process of elimination, you Good know. Good call. Yeah. It's crazy. I actually guessed it correctly. They're, they're, uh, by they the way, should be in line to, to get at least two wins. Yeah. I think Panama's going to give us trouble the most. Panama's not bad, huh? Good team, you know. Um, you know, just solid options. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was worth mentioning. I don't think Mexico's uh, national team lineup has come out yet, or call-ups have come out yet. Tata Martino's usually keeps that shit pretty close to him until yeah. it's absolutely necessary. I mean, you'd hope Jimenez might be back, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you never know with with, uh, with Tata Martino. He, he, he gets his favorites and uh, for some reason doesn't let him go. Um, Chicharito, for some reason, still doesn't get call-ups. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, um, what else? Uh, oh wow, Orbelin Pineda is getting called up to Celta Vigo. Really? <laughs> that's yeah, that's weird. I I just looked that up because I was looking to see if uh, Mexico. Well, it's uh, still a rumor. Or is it official? That's official. Really? That's weird. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. You wouldn't think he's Celta Vigo level, but... You don't think so? He's not a starter on that team. Really? Uh, Santi Mina is better than him. Are they the same position? Yeah, striker. Oh, Orbelin's not a striker. Oh, sorry. He's a winger. Sorry. Mm, winger and striker. I don't know. I don't know Orbelin's position, to be honest with you. He's, he's more central in the midfield, but... He f- he gets himself into attacking positions. I couldn't really tell you exactly. Yeah. Is he better than Santi Mina? I don't think so. Is is he better than Deniago Aspas or Nolito? I don't well, those know. Those are like striker t- or. You know, I'm just trying to think. Player. Yeah, they're and they also have uh, this dude, uh, Bryce Mendes. I mean, they just have like, I mean, he could still play, but he's gonna be a suplente probably. You know. 
Yeah, we'll have to see how that works out. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, their lineup isn't, or their call-ups aren't out yet. Um, what else do I have here? Um, we we kind of got into a into a discussion because we're on the topic of Concacaf. We kind cutting kind of got into a discussion because you were talking about Choco. Um, I forgot his last name. Choco Lozano. Choco Lozano from Honduras, who plays for Cadiz. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned you had a conversation with your dad, and he uh, he came up and. Uh, yeah. We we kind of discussed who the best Concacaf players are right now. Yeah, and this is, if I am referencing a CONCACAF player, it's based on what they've done for the last month. And, and like, I just want to say a month. That's me customizing my range. Because we talk about CONCACAF players, like, in totality and, and just grand scheme. You know, Jimenez, Lozano, Pulisic, you know, these players come up. But, like, just right now, you know, if we can do a power ranking of players that are playing at a top level, I think he's up there. Because he's getting consistent play. Uh, for Cadiz, you know, decent team, and then you know I have other players as well. I think Jimenez and and, and Lozano are just kind of starting to burst on the scene. When I say Lozano, I mean Chucky Lozano. Uh, just scored last week. Same with Jimenez, first goal. So they have something to build off of. Um, I, I do like Brendan Aronson's performance so much uh, so far this season. Albeit it's in Austria, but it's Champions League level. Um, so he's up there, you know, and then. And then there's not too many others in Europe that are really balling right now for CONCACAF. Uh, Leon Bailey, I'll say, is, is playing decent. Mikel Antonio. Uh, is Mikel Antonio part of the, uh, officially part of the Jamaican team now? I, I think so, yeah. I, I know he declared he was like official, but I don't know if yeah. he's actually getting calls up. Yeah. Uh, so those four guys in particular, I, I think Anthony Robinson is having a, a decent showing with Fulham, but it's a championship team, so, you know... You can only look into that so much, but yeah, there's th- that's like my power rankings list at the moment. Um, oh, I how could I forget Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David, Tim Weah as well. That those guys are are doing work. Yeah, I mean, there's no discounting that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I totally forgot, but yeah, um, there's a lot of talent right now, and you know, it, those are those are names that when I see their teams are playing, I'm gonna try to tune in, you know, just to see, you know, get a good scoop of how these guys play. Tecatito as well, by the way, I didn't mention. Tecatito's always gonna be up there. Yeah, he's he's one of the best Concacaf players. It's on Alvarez. He's yeah, I haven't watched too much of him, but I'm you know from what he's always in the in the starting lineup from what it seems. Uh, he, I, I think I want to say he got Player of the Year for for Ajax. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. Right, but he's up there, or yeah. like nominated for it. Um, so um, yeah, it's kind of an interesting discussion. I, one thing that uh, I do that I do want to talk about it, uh, eventually is, or do is uh, have like a separate kind of a bonus episode where we just focus on Concacaf players, yeah. Concacaf teams, national teams, MLS, Liga Mekis. Yeah, because uh, Concacafers abroad, you know. Actually, I did watch a bit of uh, Liga Mekis this weekend. I was with my dad, so we watched a bunch of football. Yeah. So yeah, well, uh, it's one thing that we can uh, look forward to. Yeah, so that's a show that we're looking at getting into at some point. I, I think it would be important. Um, you know, if you're listening, we we would love some feedback on that. Uh, if you want to be involved too. Yep. I'm I'm not against it. So oh, that was a goal. From, sorry, sorry. Oh shit, that was a goal. God, that's so pathetic. Ah oh, man, such a fuck up on the keeper's part. We're still talking about the Liverpool um, 
Liverpool Porto game and uh, keeper was just caught way out. Dude is moving like a tractor. That's so that's so <laughs> funny how Firmino actually he could have literally hit it harder than that. I, I think so. He just hit it terribly, but goddamn, that that was a goal. Yeah, that was a fucking goal. At first glance, I thought the keeper got there in time. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Um, yeah, we definitely want to do a, a CONCACAF show, a CONCACAF-focused show. No uh, no Europe, no the Premier Europe, League. Just no, like maybe players that are prospective or players that are playing in Europe. But yeah, that's, that's it. That's nothing, what I was going to say. Nothing yeah. beyond that. But, the, uh, the focal point of the European aspect will be our players out there. You know? Exactly. So that, that's pretty, I think, it's significant to where we're located, you know? Yeah. Um, uh so moving on from that, you know, going back to Europe, I do want to talk about the Arsenal Tottenham ass whooping. Yeah. Now there's two storylines there. There's the resurgence from Arsenal and Arteta. I think they're three wins in a row in the league. Yeah. And I, I want to say four in a row in in all games. In all game, in all comps, yeah. And uh, Spurs have caught in through two, three losses in a row where they've conceded three goals in each of those losses. And uh, things are looking terrible for our manager of the, our defending manager of the month, uh, uh, Nuno. <laughs> Nuno Spirito Santo, NES, <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment System. How do you uh, feel about that? Or what, what are your thoughts, I should say? I look back and I laugh when I notice it. That's what I do. That's a bum-ass club. What, what, what other result do you expect? That's what they're known for. They're Spurs. You remember how they started last year? And said this time they, they gave us a month extra to be like, okay, you guys can already downplay us now. They're on the road to, to being on the... They're already on the bottom half of the table as we speak. Um, Kane's not playing like himself. He looks like he's checked out. Son, he's he's having... He's missing his daddy. He's missing his daddy, Mourinho. And they look lost, man. They look lost, if I'm honest. They you only know. have one goal from open play this season. Yeah, and, and that's that's concerning when you have... That's what they were known for last year. Like, that dynamic attack with Kane and Son, they don't have that anymore. And Defensively, I thought they were spectacular the first three weeks, four weeks, whatever. And, and now they're, they're looking like a shadow of that. They've been found out. And Nuno is, is definitely on the hot seat. Well, uh, I was telling you this the other day. And I feel like that that, that might be the problem is that he, he's trying to implement an offense with completely different type of players that he had at Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton, he had uh, Ruben Neves, Pedro Neto, uh, Dama Chorore. Um, who's who's on the left for for um, for uh, Wolves? Isn't it Pedro Nieto? Yeah. Okay. So and uh, and Moutinho. So they have a very technical, Podence. technical and quick. Uh, Team, they're able to generate attack and pass the ball around. Very Portuguese. Um, Spurs don't have that. Spurs have Hoybjerg, who's who's a tank in the, in the center. He's just a, he's purely a center defensive mid, and Mbombele who <laughs> can't get his head out of his ass. As technically gifted as he is, he's probably one of the best dribblers on earth. But he can't fucking get his head out of his ass. He he just constantly makes bad decisions. Mbombele. Kane keeps dropping deeper and deeper, and that doesn't work. the The team last season, you might disagree, but was built 
around Kane's weaknesses, um, and, and Mourinho kind of knew how to how to um, highlight his strengths and hiding those weaknesses, and he was able to figure out how to partner up him and and Son. Now the team I think is better as far as players go than they were last season. Uh, they need to start playing Brian Gill. <laughs> uh, Reguilon isn't fucking panning out the way we thought he would. I don't think it's down to him though. But well, it's not. No, no, yeah. no, no definitely not. But th- just, just these these little things that all add up to the sum of of its parts. Yeah, the the, the sum of everything. Uh, Eric Dyer. Dyer. He's yeah. he's just not been that good. Yeah. Let's be honest, man. Um, I have some stats though, just just to kind of sh- illustrate further. The shit situation that Spurs find themselves in shots faced. No, in shots, um, shots in general. Uh, chances from open play and distance covered, and this used to be a thing that they were strong in with Ericsson back in those days. They're twentieth, dead last in those three statistics, and nineteenth in shots faced. So they're allowing a lot of shots, and. I guess that could explain why they're conceding so much. Yeah. And they're not doing the reverse. So a lot of teams, I don't want to say forfeit defense or concede defense to score a lot, but they're doing neither. They're, they're not defending well, and they're not scoring a lot or shooting yeah. a lot. So this, these are all things that come down to the manager, right? And a, and a few players have kind of come out and said that they're not very comfortable with the tactics. They don't like the tactics in general. Yeah. And since since Pochettino's been gone, it's been the case. Um, they had bright moments. They had bad moments. Let's not forget where they finished last season. They're 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 not destined to be this powerhouse, but they they fooled a lot of people the first month. A lot of a lot of you guys bought into the hype. They beat City. Yeah, I'll give them that. If they had trophies for that, they'd be happy. But they don't. And they are who we thought they were. And and yeah, I like I said, I have them. Who finish- did we think they were? I had I had them finishing as as a Europa Conference team again, so that's my predictions are there. They're actually below that now, but they're just that's a bum franchise. I'm sorry. I, I, Leicester gets more respect from me, man. Yeah, it just it, it it's so tough to call them a bum franchise just because of all the players they're able to the, all the players they do have and the attention they're able to garner. We talk about them like they they are a top club, right? Well, and I don't know why. I I'd love to not talk about them. I see Arsenal beat them, and I'm like, right, Arsenal beat a, a bad club. Let's go. Let's move on with it. And I feel like Arsenal, the goals that they all of their goals were beautiful, front to the back. Plays, every player the touches plays, it. They, I mean, you had me thinking that that was the '04 Invincibles, uh, Arsene Wenger era. Yeah, Arsenal. That yeah. they were playing beautiful. They're up, they're up and running. Everyone's involved. Uh, Aubameyang looks good again. Emil Smith Rowe, Bukayo Saka are two players for the future, uh, not only for Arsenal but for England probably. Um, uh, they look fucking good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that game. Uh, no, I mean uh, Arsenal were clearly better. I mean early, thirty minutes in, already up three 0 I mean. What more could you want as an Arsenal fan? Five more North goals. London, six more goals. North London derby. You know, I, I don't wish that on my worst enemy, but hey, <laughs> you know that's that's what it is. North London derby, and and it's crazy how I kind of jinxed it because I was like, I'm missing an Arsenal ass whooping. You know, like I've been wanting them to do that to Spurs for a few years now. It's been a while, 
and they they showed us something nice, you know. So, uh, you know, good good momentum for Arteta. They have Crystal Palace next, and we'll touch on that later. That's but another London, yeah, London, another yeah, London derby. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for Arteta. I'm happy for the players. Everybody seems to be on on the same page. Everybody's scoring. You know, you're getting the goals from Odegaard, Emil Smith Rowe, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Pepe. Es tuya, mía, es tuya, mía, gol. Can't hate that, bro. Yeah. One touch passing. Yeah. It, yeah. Very reminiscent of Wenger Ball. I will say Arteta was an assistant coach under Pep. So, hey, th- the fruit doesn't fall too far from the tree, they say. Ah, uh, well, a lot of those pa- a lot of those goals missed a, an, an extra 50 passes. And a few more goals. But, man. Maybe. You know, but, uh, credit, credit. Big result for Arsenal. Big, big result. I think it's a confidence booster and... Um, you know, it, they had a tough schedule to begin with. I mean, I know I said that in the beginning, but now now they're actually turning in results, and uh, Arteta is becoming a lot less of a thing. Yeah, I know. Everything is kind of forgotten now, but mm-hmm. a, der- a derby does that for you. So, no, of course. Um, I I can't wait to see what it, what ends up happening for them going forward. I think this is a good moment for them. In a, in a moment where, you know, United has looked a bit shaky, um, you know. Well, United drop points, Liverpool drop yeah. points, uh, Chelsea drop points. Um, do you want to talk about that? No. You don't want to talk about Manchester City? Uh, no. Getting a win over Chelsea? No, nah, I prefer not. It's it's not. It it's doesn't do much. It's, yeah. Early in the season? Yeah, but it felt good just for bragging rights, but it's so early. Yeah. Um. Yeah, wacky, wacky uh, Premier League se- um, uh, weekend. Uh, let's see here. That's not professional. Um. Well, I I know you I know you brought up we we just kind of touched on uh, Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at the very end, of Manchester United had a chance to draw it to against the points. villains. Yeah, against uh, Aston Villa, and uh, the main thing I want to talk about is Emmy Martinez. <laughs> yeah, um, he yeah. got oh he did great for me on uh, on fantasy week. He's so not like, humble. I don't care about that. Oh. Let me let me be very clear. I'm not a Barcelona fan, uh, so humility is not something I'm obsessed with. Uh, well, fair enough. Um, I, I just don't know if that's. The way to go about it, but know? he is Argentine. He is, and Messi doesn't do that. You know, you don't see Messi doing cojones symbols to the fans. That's there's kids in the stands. Behave, Emmy. Come on. <laughs> I love that man. I love uh, that shit. He's talking shit to uh to uh to Bruno. To he's, Bruno, he's, right? But right in front of Bruno, he's uh. He's hey, Cristiano, you take it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I think I think you got this, man. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like, yo creo que tú la tienes que tirar, tío. <laughs> Because Ronaldo speaks that Spanish, Spanish from Spain, so he's got to call him Tio. Yeah, um, and Bruno skies it. And, and uh, you think like Bruno was kind of like wound up at that moment, like by by Emmy? He, I hope not, but you never know. Emmy has that presence, but you know he he's also a big bloke. You know when he's in the area, he's a when big he's, boy. He when yeah when he's in the in you know the rectangle, I'm sure that's intimidating. You know, good shot stopper too. I feel like he was ready for whatever. He had a. I think I want to say he had a bunch of saves, man. Yeah, I know he's a crack. 
Yeah, uh, so he he bound up Bruno and Bruno skies it, and he does like a little bit of a thrust. Sheesh. Not not a full on cojones or, or thrust, but like you know, it's just, like a silence uh, a silent stroke. You know, when <laughs> yeah. you're not trying to, you know, overindulge the clapping motion, if you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. nah, when, you know, respect. You big result. Bed. Big result for Villa. Um, and you know. It's so early, so the points are still not there. But, you know, it's just a result that you look back on and you're like, hey, that could have been three, that could have been one. And and nothing. You move. You know, you move and you forget it. Um, I, I really love this quote. This is NFL, but Jalen Hurts had a bad game on Monday. And he's like, our team took a deuce tonight. But when you take a deuce, do you sit there and look at the deuce? Or do you flush it? You flush it and you move on, you know? <laughs> and that's how it is for United right now. They, they're on a... A, a game of uh, uh, they're on a three game losing streak, right? Or three games without wins, something like that. But they won against Villarreal today, so hopefully that's the start of something good. In mm-hmm. all, in all comps, um, well, uh, Villa, uh, West Ham. Oh no, it was two. Sorry, but they had uh, they had also. Uh, yeah, they lost two in a row. Yeah, two in a row. Because they because they beat uh, West Ham the weekend before. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but, but they had still, lost, they were kind of in a bad moment. Yeah, but they had lost to uh, young boys. Young boys, that's what I was they, thinking. They, they, they're up and down. We don't um, care about them. There's not a whole lot of consistency as far as results. And, and there's a lot of questions into whether Ole's the guy. And we've been saying this probably since we started the pod that he's not. Now, he, he gets he, them in good positions. He but, is in my heart. But... <laughs> But he's not going to be leading United to glory. I mean, he's had enough chances, and he hasn't taken them. With so, enough investment, too. Man, someone uh, someone said something hilarious that I was laughing at. You know, it was kind of more laughing at his intelligence. <laughs> but, uh, shit, man, the joke escapes me. I really wish I, I it, it. was it. the... This color? Oh, <laughs> Uh, you know they're go like all <laughs> gunner on on tactics. I like the orange ones. Uh, uh, that's a tic tacs for anyone that's yeah. kind of confused at that. Yeah. I was laughing pretty hard at it. No, and, uh, yeah, it was a tactics good are kind of non-existent. It's uh, give the ball to the guys that know, and uh, yeah. let's hope for the best. Yeah, some guy posted a meme like you know Ole's tactics, and it's like a hail mary play for football players, like like <laughs> four receivers running a straight line and just yeah. hoofing it up. You know, yeah, and and that's kind of what it looks like at times. Uh, and then there's some apologists that that say, "Well, United need a defensive midfield." Uh, yeah, that's true. That that's definitely true. But that's not that's not why they lost this game, man. That and and it cannot be just that. <laughs> no, no. The for me before a defensive mid is the manager. That's manager's top priority. The defensive mid you could live without. You know, you could live without. You'd want a nice one ideally. Every team, but. You know, all you, the good ones have a, have a, have a great defensive. Mid. Mm. All the great teams have a good defensive mid, and you guys have good enough defensive mids to be a good team. You, Fred is is not bad. McTominay, no. holding right. mid, it's good enough. But obviously, you maybe you'd want to have a Cassier or Casemiro or you know Kante. Those guys are you know. There's only a a, a, a relative few. Maybe they can get the one from Sheriff, huh? Ah. Uh, no, Fucking no, hell. no, no, no. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, y nada. You know, United United uh, had a had a stinker against Villa, but so 
you know, one we one move. big penalty and and that story changes, right? Hey, and they got and they got a win against Still uh, a Villarreal. So barely, you know, you take the good with the good and the bad with the bad, and you move on. Uh, the one thing that was kind of shitty and all of that was Bruno uh, Bruno's PR team because I know for a fact Bruno didn't sit there and write an apology about coming back stronger and he's apologizing for him. It's like it, it, it happens in the game. You know, let's let's not pay too, let's not give that shit more attention than it already has. It doesn't deserve more. Um, but anyway, that, that's football. And uh, I guess before we go on to the reviews, uh, I I want to. Uh, I mentioned this just slightly earlier. The the whole uh, America versus Chivas, Super Clasico from the Liga Mekis. Yeah, ended up in nil nil. It's the first time I've seen it in a few years, actually. Right. Um, or I might have mentioned it last season. I'm not sure. Or last year, but pretty good game. Pretty good uh, game. Nil-nil. Wasn't able to catch it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's always a competitive game, and you know, from both fan bases, you're gonna get a, a lot of talk, and I enjoy that. It, it made me. Uh, yeah. It made me want to watch uh, more Liga Mekis because I happened to watch uh, Chivas versus America, uh, Atlas versus uh, versus Leon, and um, what was the other one? Oh, uh, Pumas versus Tigres. So there's a, you know, I, you know, I just spent a lot of time watching watching that football. It's pretty entertaining, I, I might add. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so definitely gonna have a, a lot more focus in that in the future. No, for sure. As time permits. Yeah, I but mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot to discuss there. There's man. just football all around, man. There's it's, too much. It's, it's yeah. wonderful. Did we could literally, if we had to, we we could do a daily episode of everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and that's the funny thing is when I watch the ESPN commentators, I noticed this yesterday that there's not a lot of, or I haven't seen any now that I think about it. You have a lot of uh, of those talking heads and stuff, and the guys that have their shows, and they're talking about baseball, football, basketball. They all have strong opinions about all those sports. Yeah, and none of those guys also comment like none of the football analysts, the the soccer analysts. Yeah, are are in on those shows. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of, none of those guys. They're so focused on football because there's France, England. Um, Italy, Spain, Germany, United States, Mexico. So there's too much to keep up with to ha- have an actual opinion on. And then another sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it, I just find it interesting. I, I honestly think those guys, and as much as I don't follow the other sports as much, maybe boxing and uh, basketball. But how can you have a valid opinion across baseball, football, uh, soccer, basketball, and hockey or whatever else they fucking talk about. I no can. Way. Well, you can. They can't. Nah, yeah. Nah, nah, I'm clowning though. But you know, one thing I hate about this country is is the lack of popularity in soccer because I have a buddy who lives in Boston, big uh, New, uh, New England Revolutions fan. Um, you know, this big Matt Turner guy. You know, won't shut up about him, but... A keeper? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But he's a stud, though. You got to admit, the guy's a wall. Um, but the thing is, he's always heated because sometimes the New England Revolution do so well. Even sometimes in CONCACAF Champions League, you know, they get a good result, move on. Or in domestically, in, in the MLS. And they never make a soundbite on their, the local radio stations, on the local sports media. It's always going to be the Red Sox, the Patriots, 
the Celtics. You know, it's just like yeah, the the red the Boston Red Wings. Like soccer, unfortunately, in this country is like an afterthought. Although I will say, in the last ten years, five years, I've seen a gradual improvement, but it's still not where it needs to be. But that's in my eyes, you know. Yeah. To the general public, though, yeah, man, it's we still got a lot of ground to make up. I, I, I don't think there's a willingness from the general public. Well, a lot of a lot of American people or people who glorify American, you know, sports and American pastimes tend to to clown soccer without giving it much thought. Like they don't take into account a lot of the skill and the depth of the sport, both from an international and local, you know, grassroots level. Soccer is the most affordable sport. You know, it's like, I mean, from the perspective of what you need equipment-wise. Obviously, pay-to-play is a bitch. Uh, but, you know, it, the thing is, you know, it's it's unfortunately low on the food chain here. But I, I see a gradual improvement, man, and MLS is, is kind of spearheading that. I, I want to say it's an attention span thing. I know that's insulting to, to our people, but... So you're saying our IQs are just less than I'm the, saying it's an attention span. The inten- attention span of a goldfish? <laughs> Damn, that's uh, fucked. I'm saying uh, it's the oh. attention span of uh So Mexicans have better attention spans than us, huh? <sighs> Fuck's sake. How I'm many s- Mexicans watch hockey, huh? <laughs> or golf? Yeah, I, I can count <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> so, uh, no offense, Ernie. I know you're a big uh, Golden Knights fan. Uh, Is he too? Yeah, he's a big hockey. I, okay, so he's into, he's so into he's football. Into, he's into every sport, yeah. But you know, I don't buy it. You yeah. can't have that much knowledge. And over. he, he for cricket, he's an AFC Wimbledon guy. So he, <laughs> para, para. every sport, bro. I promise you, this guy has a team. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't uh, and I bet he likes college <laughs> sports too, huh? Uh, he's also big on esports. It, it's yeah. It's uh, there's no way. Uh, there's only there's only twenty four hours in a day. <laughs> you don't have a nuanced opinion on everything. I'm sorry, man. you don't. You don't. Twitter can only tell you so much. Um, De Orlando, eh? uh, yeah, moving on from that, uh, you know, kind of had to get that in there. We definitely got to do the CONCACAF pod. Yeah, for Figure sure. And we'll have him over, too, because he uh, he follows CONCACAF quite closely. Yeah, yeah he follows <laughs> fucking Liga Mekis, too. Like yeah, the, the that guy, dude, he's, he covers all bases. I, I just picture his, his house just with, like, eight TVs, and they're all different things. And yeah, no, yeah, you would be surprised, man, this yeah. guy. Yeah, he... Yeah, he uh, but anyway, let's get into the uh, reviews uh, from last week. Uh, we'll just, I don't want to say run through them, but we'll kind of get through it. Because we talked about the big storylines and, and the big the big uh, topics. Yeah. The main topics. Um, so uh, we'll start off with um, last uh, Saturday. Uh, Chelsea versus Man City, man. It was, a, it was the biggest match of the weekend. Chelsea. Uh, the, the two heavyweights. And it's, yeah. And uh, City got got away with a 1-0 win. Yeah, we barely eked it out. We didn't deserve it, um, but we're lucky to. Uh, <laughs> that's, that, that's how you're making it sound. Yeah, I, we beat that ass. We all, we all shot you in your home, Stamford Bridge. Don't hang off it now. Don't hang off it because, yeah, we a lot of you Chelsea fans were talking tough. So I got to get it off my chest. Yeah, I'm salty. I'm salty about what happened in the Champions League. But we went to your yard, and we took a shit there, and we dipped. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's Kevin a, De Bruyne, former Chelsea player. One win in four games. Um, Sorry, Chelsea fans, but I have to let you guys know. Yeah, no. Because you guys let me know when shit happens. So, you know what? Um, no, you got you to gotta be able to take it as good as you give it. And, and I have to say, Chelsea, for me, are one of the favorites for the league. But right now, they're hitting a, a roadblock, and I want to see how Tuchel responds. 
This is when we really know what a manager's made yeah. out of because there is a honeymoon period. But I don't think they've been blown out of the water, though. No, I mean, well, with the depth they have, they have so many facilities to perform well. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have a, a and, defense and to front, you know. It's early, just, in the, early in the game, they, they lost a couple of players or they lost a player. And, you know, that, that's, that's tough in general, but I think they'll be able to continue and, and, uh, and move on as, yeah. as normal. So it's a good win for City for sure, though. For sure, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I a, thought a big the, win. Yeah, I mean, uh, the City played well I, and could have scored like two, three more, you know. Um, they were just creating so much. Um, and I, I liked Grealish's game. I thought he was just wreaking havoc on that left wing. And, you know, Gabriel Jesus kind of had a, a bit of a lucky goal there, but, you know, created all on his own. You know, re- really good hold-up play, which I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for. The fact that he can do that. Not a lot of guys with his skill set can do that. Um, and, and, yeah, you know, fortunate to get that goal, but, you know, could have gotten more. And Yeah. I Ch- think Chelsea had their chances too, though. Brief, you know, but they yeah. weren't clear as clear as cities, in my opinion. And, and uh, City's still <sighs> settling for a lot of shots. They, they settle for all kinds of them, though, you know. And, and, and I think when they're crosses connect or even some of the low crosses i think they're most dangerous but they haven't had too much luck with that and i think teams are are doing you know a very well a very good job of covering those areas but um you know i think going forward i, I, mean, I want to say Werner had a pretty good game he no was, he tried he yeah. was uh anytime he got in that in open space it was uh you know it was trouble for the defense not for the uh, keeper though yeah um, and that's that's my biggest problem with Werner. His finishing, he yeah, does so well I, to get not, there. He's he's a second striker, I would say. Yeah, he's second like striker, a striker, a sort of player. Uh, Lukaku had a tough game. Yeah, I think I think the battle between him and uh, and Dish and, and Laporte. Laporte was. I mean, those guys are are big blokes themselves. Yeah, so they're you know, not they're they come. So from he's like, not going to outmuscle them so easily, but royal bloodline guys, you know. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it was a, it was actually a pretty good match tactically, and uh, it's not a knock on anybody. It just yeah. so happens that uh, that city uh, happened to get a goal. Hey, we we got lucky. We got lucky, and sometimes that's that's what the sport comes down to: finishing your meals. And it wasn't a clear cut uh, a clear cut chance uh, for 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 uh, Gabriel Jesus. Really, it was a trickled shot, kind of. So I mean. You know, considering that, though, City did, you know, just kill them in possession. I mean, almost 60%. That's, but the, yeah, that, that's, that's standard, that, that's isn't it? City's game. They outshot them. Chelsea had zero shots on target. Mm-hmm. I mean, que mas querés, papá? <laughs> yeah, that's the champions of Europe, right? Well, the champions of England, well, we had our say. And when they come to the Etihad, I hope they bring their best, man. <laughs> you know, I hope Pulisic is healthy because that's, that's our... Uh, uh, what's that thing that Superman, uh, kryptonite they call it? Yeah, politics are kryptonite. So. I, you know, I, I did want to highlight the kind of um, the difference in squads when you look at uh, City's attack. They're slight, you know, thin, smaller guys. They're yeah. They're gonna be with pace and possession and and dribbling and passing. And when you look at Chelsea's attack. You know, Havertz, um, Werner, Lukaku, uh, even Jorginho is kind of a big guy. Jorginho, um, yeah. Mason, Mason Mount's more of like, Mason you Mount, know, like Mount, that, that Foden kind of build, but... Um, he wishes. But, you know, those guys, they're they're bigger, they're, they're a bit more marauding, a bit stronger. 
Yeah. So there, there is a pretty, pretty decent contrast there in the way. Yeah. The way I, those attacks are, are different. I thought that was kind of interesting. I, you know, and it begs the question, like, what, what kind of style do you prefer? You know, because you know what, like, I think Kev- Kevin De Bruyne would fit would fit into Chelsea like a glove. Cause he's not the well, quickest I mean, guy. He either. walks onto any team. Let's be honest, man. Come on. Uh, well, he's he's all right, bro. I prefer Bruno, but yeah, <laughs> that no, guy I mean, too, though. That guy too, but yeah. Um, uh, he would fit perfectly in City, right, Bruno? <sighs> Fuck yeah. But um, Fuck yeah, yeah. I, I just thought that was an interesting uh, difference, and it, and it comes to the manager on how he can use those strengths the most. Dude, you know you got me geeking, Bruno at City. <laughs> yeah, Bruno to City. Let's speak it into existence. Who says no? Damn, and we'll send De Bruyne your way. How about that? Equal swap. Well, I mean, for the years forward, I would take it. Yeah, uh, Bruno. Yeah, Bruno going forward. But moving on, but uh, another mean, Manchester club. Uh, we just talked about this. Uh, uh, Manchester United loses to Aston Villa one and zero. Tough loss. Tough, tough loss. Kind of lucky goal to a set piece. You know, backwards header. Guy almost broke his neck scoring that shit. And yeah. <laughs> You live with it. Yeah, yeah, you can live with it. I don't think it's a, it's a big stain against United. It's just drop points, you know. That I, I, I want to say that at this point in the season, I, I think we can say it's not early season anymore. Mm. I, I don't want to say that we're figuring it out. We're six matches in, man. I tell you, at Thanksgiving, you I think that's the best time to judge. But I mean, you know, you can you can it, decide that for yourself. It, but like for me, it's like I need at least two months. Because for, for, okay, because just because how stagnant it is right now, um, and right now it's going to be worse than it ever has been. By the way, but international breaks just chopping bits of the season up. It's like it really does ruin momentum for some players. Well, now that we have the three day match period or international breaks, it's that's that's just another toll too. But yeah, um, we're we're yeah we're six weeks in, so I, I think we have a pretty good idea of how the teams are. Kind of now now if we if we're talking about predictions or how it's going to go forward. Oh, yeah, it's it's anything still, can happen. Yeah, yeah, it's still early, but and like you said, maybe maybe uh, middle of November is the best time to gauge. Um, but moving on, uh, Everton hands it to Norwich, who's still struggling. Huh? Who still haven't picked up a point? Yeah, Nor- Norwich is still dead last with zero points. And dead Everton, ass, B. Everton's kind of picking up form. Everton. Now, now, now that I think about it, Everton. Rafa Benitez masterclass, bro. It, I, they're quietly gaining points. Quietly. Oh, I, I speak out of turn because Aston Villa dropped three on them. But before that, um, league-wise, uh, they got Norwich. They lost to Villa. They beat Burnley. They beat Brighton. And um, they drew with Leeds. They beat Southampton. So, yeah, it's um, they're, they're actually not doing too bad. Yeah, survival so, of the fit. Only the strong survive. Yeah, and Everton's going to be a 10th, 11th place. They're not going to do anything significant. Never had. Not, not, not much will. else to say there. Um, moving on, uh, West Ham beats Leeds two to one. Mikel Antonio. Mikel Antonio comes back and and uh, at the at the end of the game, man, does what he does, man. Uh, well, what can you say against Mikel Antonio, man? Yeah, all all I'm gonna say is that, and you might remember this. I hope you do, but I've been saying it. Like last year, I wanted Mikel Antonio at City. Like I was like, this cat, he just he can do it all. You know, he can set up a goal, he can score it, he has he has pace, he has strength, and he can finish well. Like, this guy's really good, actually. I feel like he's underrated. I feel like he was, if he was an English player, you know, he'd be hyped more. No, go ahead, say it. He's 
powerful and pacey are there. Is that, is that what you wanted? No, no, no. Say it. <sighs> Say it. All right. He he has a big willy. <laughs> there. Nah, but uh, nah, I wanted him no, at City, if he bro. Was a, yeah, if he was a little more purebred. Oh, well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, people slob over Raheem Sterling's knob, and I don't quite see it. I'll take Antonio these days, if I'm honest. Ah, man, uh, I, 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 like, <laughs> I like Mikel Antonio, man. And, he's, uh, he's nice. What a player. Yeah, I think he would be... Well, he's a better option to me uh, than Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Is he better than Vardy? Today? Yeah. 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 Sheesh. He's got... Yeah. Ouch. I mean, he's one of the best players in in the Premier League this season. He's gotten better. Oh man. no, 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 he's he, no, no. Yeah, up until now, like if he's the season better. ended today, he's probably in. The, he's probably the MVP. Maybe I don't know. I mean, like he's up there. He, he's statistically yeah. he he's up in the there. top three for sure. Yeah, statistically, I think uh, as far as assists and goals go, he's 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 up there. Yeah, he's a, he's number one. <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, Rafinha gets a goal, two goals in the, two uh, games with the goal in a row, so it's good for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Leicester and Burnley, two-two draw. That, I didn't Surprising. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. hey, Vardy again, another brace for the boy. I mean, the guy you think he's a spring chicken, twenty-three years old, sprinting. You know. I wouldn't think that. Ah, uh, opportunistic fuck. I will tell you, but man, the guy is just. I rate him. I rate him. What can I say? Me and Boris. Shout out to Boris, a uh, Spurs fan, unfortunately, but <laughs> hey, he's a big Vardy. He guy. always comes in uh, covering his face. Like, don't, yeah. don't, don't remind me, guys. I, uh, I know, I know. Uh, but anyway, uh, um, Watford versus Newcastle. That's a one-one draw. Um, Damn, it's my LSR, man. That's like three goals in two games. Yeah. Uh, Brentford versus Liverpool. Brentford, man. Are they legit? I think so. I hope so. 3-3 three, three draw with the Liverpool. I still think they're going to get relegated. Really? I think... Well, that's what I predicted. I have to stick by it. They're surprising me, though. And it's not the first big team they have a strong result against. Yeah, I think... <sighs> Bring beginner's luck? Sometimes, yeah. I, I, some, I have to give respect, though. It's impressive. I just don't know what it is, you know? Because they, yeah. they don't have a terribly it's, talented team. It, it's... Hard for them to maintain it. Yeah, I'll say that. Oh no, I st- I do believe that as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to say that they're gonna fizzle out soon, but they might. Ooh, Ooh. Milano. That's a that's a bottle and a half. Come on, Rebic, you're better than that. Moving on. Liverpool, man, they keep scoring. Yeah. If nothing else, they they score a lot. Uh, and they draw points, sure, but... Van Dijk allowed three goals to Brentford, though? <laughs> hey, man, that's beyond me. That's that's pretty wild. That's beyond me. Uh, let, let's not forget, uh, Ruben Diaz allowed five in two games. To who, though? Champions League. Yeah, that's fine. That's Champions League. That's We're fine. talking about a championship team, comparing Wait. that to Champions League? Who'd they play that first game? RB Leipzig. Three goals? Hmm. But we scored five. But... but but Diaz didn't. No, I know, but allowing three goals to a championship level team, shh, I'm sorry, son. That's. But they're in the prem. Barely. Uh, they're, shh, uh, if they're, it's a bottom half, if, if, if it's a bottom half team, that's a top half team, son. 
Brentford? Oh, for now, but I, if you genuinely think they're going to finish top half this season, by the oh, way, what a strike man. by Rafael Leal, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's a good player. He's decent. He's decent. Um, he needs to really bolster down and start putting in performances if he wants to be one of Portugal's best players. But even Ibrahimovic had to uh, applaud that one. I mean, bicycle kick. Doesn't get any sweeter than that, huh? Nope. But uh, anyway... Um, let's let's move on. Mira como como se lo cometió. Oh no, this is not the this is this is the first one. The second one was the bicycle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think. Nah, but uh, yeah. Moving on though. Um, Southampton uh, loses to Wolves. Uh, Raúl Jiménez scores uh, his first goal uh, of the league since his comeback uh, from that head injury, and uh, what a goal! Takes out two defenders, sends them for a sausage, if 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 I can say that, and uh, finishes pretty well, one uh, 0 and uh, Wolves actually get a win. I feel like they've been on the losing edge, uh, losing end uh, quite a bit. So, oh no, they've been drawing a lot. No, yeah, two losses and four, four losses and two wins. Uh, Arsenal gives the business to Tottenham, Hotspur. Uh, three to one, and what a wonderful day for the Gooners. Even uh, Emil Smith Rowe said it's the best day of his life to, to beat uh, Tottenham. They, there's like a real hate there, and I like that. I rate that. Uh, come on, I man. Guys, like life's that. too short. You can't be hating your opposition like that, mm-mm, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, Fuck that. Kill him. He should have scored five more. Anyway, um, Monday, Crystal Palace and Brighton. Uh, 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 draw one one. Uh, at the very end, uh, uh, Mope scores a nice little dinker. Yeah, great, great pass by Lewis Dunk. I mean, you know, it's just a, a bit of a of a volley ricochet. Call it what you want into Mopai's path, and he equalizes it to brighten the Brighton's uh, fans. You know, day, and uh, you know, Wolf Wolf Zaha scored a penalty, and you know, obviously he's one of the better players on Crystal Palace, and one one probably a fair result, I'd say. Yeah, equal, similar level of teams. Yeah. Brian, Brian's really turned it up. Uh, hopefully they can keep that up. Turn it up. And uh, as a preview for this upcoming week, uh, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Uh, Manchester United uh, hosting Everton. Yeah. That's kind of a rivalry, a mini rivalry. Is it? I think so. Could be. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, baby one, yeah. I'll take a Everton draw. Yeah? Why not? Let's imagine uh, things that are Chingana. <laughs> let's, yeah. ma- let's imagine badass shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll take I'll take United two to zero. Oof. Take that to the bookie. Sheesh. Uh, Burnley versus Norwich. Oh, good lord. Norwich two one. I think Norwich are going to get their first points of the season. One uh, one draw. Whoa. Josh Sargent, show us what you've got. Represent Concacaf, nah. goddammit. No, no. Uh, 87th uh, sub, 88th goal. Let's do it. 88th goal, yeah. One goal, one touch. Highest possession, possession percentage ever, conversion rate. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, on, Fucking yeah. stats we twist. Um, First player. Chelsea hosting Southampton. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow, Chelsea gets two home games in a row. Yeah, Chelsea huh. uh, should win that 1-0. Wow. Funny what Russian money can get you, huh? Yeah. Uh, Chelsea should handle uh, 3-1. 3-1. Not bad. Leeds versus Watford. That's a good game. Uh, another draw for Leeds, though. 2-2. Yeah. 
And uh, moving on from that, Wolves, Newcastle. Uh, I'll take a draw wow. again. 0-0. Zero, 1-1. Zero. One, one. Oh. Not two teams her- terribly hot on offense. Uh, why not? Yeah, 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one for me. 0-0 yeah. zero, zero for you? Yeah. Nail-nail. The nil-nil pod. Uh, Brighton versus Arsenal. Fuck, that's an interesting match. That's an interesting match for sure. Uh, I'll wow. take Arsenal. Arsenal. 3-1. Yeah. Let's do that. Man, Let's man. do that. And then uh, Crystal Palace versus Leicester. Ooh, I'll take Leicester. 3-2. Three, 3, huh? 3-2. Three, well, it's a high-scoring match. They're not having trouble scoring. Leicester's problem is conceding. So, um, And nothing. You know, Vardy's playing exceptionally well. And, you know, I think that's his team. So, yeah. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I want to say a draw. Sheesh. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Um, Tottenham versus Aston Villa. I'll take a draw on that one. 1-1. One, one. I'll take a Tottenham 1-0 win. Fair enough. Yeah. Harry Kane, first goal of the season. Let's go. Oh, he has one goal. Um, well, in the Carabao, yeah. I think in the league. No, no, I would know. I would know. I have him on my fantasy. He scored <laughs> fuck all. He scored yeah, fuck yeah, all Yeah, you for would me. know, yeah. I would even know if he had an assist. He hasn't even got me that, the fucking <laughs> greedy little fucking bloke. <laughs> ah, man. That's, that city move just fucked with his head, man. He anyway. wanted to go. He was ready. He thought he was going to go, I think. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. Because he thought he was... He thought it was signed, sealed, delivered. He, he thought, like, he was just going to pout his way and, and, and throw a tantrum, and, and just Levy was going to let him have it. And I don't know why Levy didn't grab the bag. Like, at this point, you know, it's pretty obvious who, who won that. Well, who lost because there was no winners there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on. Um, uh, West Ham versus Brentford. Come on, Mikel Antonio. Get that brace. Yeah, West Ham, I have them winning that. 2-0. Uh, yeah, 2 0, 2 1, something like that. Next match, though. Match Woo! of the week? Match of the day. Yeah, match of the week for sure. Uh, look at Carrasco, man. What a player. Liverpool versus Manchester City. Uh, yeah. Um, man. <sighs> wow. Wow. Ah, that, man. That DC. Yeah. Not going to like what I say. Oh, that's okay, man. I don't have to like what you say. I have to respect it. That's all. Uh, three two Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Fair. No, that's fair. I I actually agree with you. Uh, I see what you're doing. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I wouldn't say three two, but I'll say like two nil Liverpool. I see what you're doing. Oh, hey man. I, see what you're doing. I don't want to be a homer, bro. You know. <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're reverse psychology in the sports world, man. Yeah. And you can only do that so long. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I genuinely believe that. No, nah, I'm just kidding, dog. <laughs> no, nah, I, I genuinely believe we'll win. We'll win. Uh, we, we're saving our, our best squad for that day. Um, and, uh, dude, does it show what, where they're playing at, by chance? It's in Liverpool. Oof, that does make it tough. The the Liverpool atmosphere that, that people claim. Back. It's back the cop, but um, I'll take a two-one win for City. Top at the cop, yeah. Cop. Uh, I can't wait. It's a good game. Every Liverpool City game, genuinely, generally, I should say, is is pretty entertaining. It's turning into a rivalry. Yeah. Does it tell you what time that game is? By the way, eight thirty in the morning. Oh, okay. I'm at the pub for sure. 
Yeah. Shit, man. I'll be there. Maybe I'll be there, too. I'll be plastered by probably 11. <laughs> Damn. And, and nothing. And that's Saturday? No, that's Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday, fuck's sake. I worked that day. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, did you want to do La Liga? Did you want... Have you been have you been watching it? La Liga not so much. I I would say I watched probably about 30% of the games. I miss I miss more games than I than I watch for sure. I mean teams that I watch Barca, Real, Atleti and then I'll watch Valencia when Yunus Musa plays and you know Sevilla here and there but like you know if you're asking me if I watch Elche against uh Via I mean fucking Levante and, I don't uh, do that. That's just too much. But for you're me. not gonna catch me watching uh, Villa versus Brentford either. I'm more likely to watch that though. I'll be honest. Um, so I'll just run down through the through the scores and shit. Um, the notable ones: Alavet beats uh, uh, Atletico. That's pretty interesting. Valencia versus uh, uh, Bilbao is a one-one draw. Sevilla puts it on to Espanyol two-zero. Uh, Real Madrid. Draws with Villarreal. What a game from Pau Torres, by the way. What a wall. He's a good player. He's a good player. Um, Just a, you know, an admiral in the back. Villarreal was was just a pesky team, man. They they were better for a lot of portions of the match. Uh, Minus maybe the last 30 minutes, but, man, credit to them. They're they're a good team. They're a good good team, man. And uh, Barcelona beats Levante 3-0. Gets everybody hyped up because Ansu Fati... Um, he's the best thing since I spread since no one can tell me why but let's just uh, go with that yeah and um, we'll, we'll go through the through the notable matches this match week uh, Bilbao's gonna beat Alavez um, Atletico Madrid versus Barcelona oh that's a good one Hostia, isn't it tío. yeah I'll take Atleti 2-1 man I hope for a nil-nil. The nil-nil pot. That's, that's the only way I, I, I would like it. But I, I see Atletico putting the... I see them putting the work on in Barcelona, to be honest with you. 3-0. Barcelona. 4-1. Something like that. No, no, buddy. Atletico, don't do that, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, it's Barcelona, man. They don't have much to stand on these days. And uh, Real Madrid plays against Espanyol. That's... Yeah, you guys got to do work, right? I mean... Oh, we have to. I mean, after what happened this week. The last I mean, two matches, yeah. I, I got to do something. Ancelotti on the hot seat? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> We're in first place, son. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Let's Barely. Not forget that. Let's not forget that. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see when y'all play Atleti or Barca. It keeps the same energy. Atleti can't even be all of us. Ah, but share. Ah, never mind. We could lose and Atleti could win. And Barca could win. And we're still in first. Barely. Barca could win twice and they wouldn't come close. Ah. Uh, but yeah, that's our uh, review preview. Anything you want to? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Mm, not really. Um, uh, there's nothing, nothing major that I, I can clock that happened in, in you know in Europe that that we've missed. I think we've covered every base, and uh, nothing. All right. Well, that's two guys, two mics, two pints. 
And we're signing off. Uh, that's Henry. I'm Nestor. And we'll talk to you all next week. Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. Cheers. Talk to you later. Peace, lads. Peace.